It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, your host and your man for all things Oklahoma City Thunder. And I feel like every time, everybody, when we do this podcast, I have to apologize uh, because the podcast comes out later. Um, But like I've said, I believe on yesterday's show, uh, filling in for the morning show at 107.7, the franchise is quite the grind. Uh, totally reverses my sleep schedule. For instance, I'm not going to go to tonight's Toronto Raptors game because that would just be absolute overkill doing that until about midnight or one in the morning and then turning right around a few hours later to do the morning show for three and a half hours. Um, So full of transparency, I'm sorry about the lateness of these podcasts. This week was going to be tough, but I'm trying my best to get out content for everybody. Um, Tonight, of course, the Thunder take on the Raptors. We'll get into that a little bit later. But for those that are just joining the show, I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and since 2018 with 107.7 the franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Um, Their lead Thunder insider guy. (laughs) So you can find, uh, basically I write, report everything about the Oklahoma City Thunder for the station. So you can find all my columns, blogs, and what have you at thefranchiseok.com. It's completely free. You don't have to subscribe or uh, pay for anything. It's all free. I actually just wrote about Shea Gillis-Alexander's historic evening on Monday night with the 2020-10 triple-double. You can find that at thefranchiseok.com. Feel free to click my name when you get into the article uh, to look for my other stuff in the past. Um, I've written a few things over the last few weeks that you can still read now. They're not time-sensitive. They, they still apply, and that's typically the idea when I write something. I don't like to write about things that are uh, immediately important to that moment, and then the next day it doesn't matter unless there's an injury, of course. Um, But yeah, feel free to check out all that stuff at thefranchiseok.com. Also feel free to subscribe to my other Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, OKC82, uh, that I do with Madison Morris. That's a part of the Franchise Podcast Network. Those are post-game shows. Uh, so they're very complimentary to this podcast. They're, it's not going to be a lot of the same stuff from this episode to the uh, preceding OKC82 episode. It's a post-game reaction, so it will complement this podcast well. So please feel free to subscribe to that. And also, uh, you can listen to us on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to noon on the Franchise Thunder Insider Show. And that's Jerry Ramsey, John Ham, Madison, and myself uh, talking Thunder basketball and NBA hoops from 10 a.m. to noon. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. And if you're out of the market, please download 107.7 The Franchise's app. It's free. It's super easy to use. And you get to listen to some good people talking good hoops and having fun doing so. And hopefully you enjoy it as well. And the best way to follow along with all this, of course, articles, podcasts, radio hits, random thoughts, whatever, is to simply follow me on Twitter at Brady Does Sports. Please do so, and I will appreciate it. But now let's get into tonight's game against the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors come in with the third best record in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they finally get a few guys back for this game. 
mainly Pascal Siakam, who missed the Thunder's win on the road in Toronto a few weeks ago when Shea Gillis Alexander had a big game. Uh, Mark Gasol also missed the last game. He's going to miss tonight. Um, Fred Van Vliet did not miss the previous game, but he will be out as far as I know at this point. I, I checked the game notes. He was It wasn't updated, but he didn't play in the Raptors' last game. Norman Powell, however, who also missed the Toronto game, uh, the Thunder game, excuse me, a few weeks ago, will be playing because he played in the Raptors' last game, so expect him to be on the floor for the Raptors. And, you know, the Raptors, they haven't played in three days. Kind of interesting and uh, kind of rare, especially at this point in the year. Uh, not a lot of three days off. I, I think the Thunder have had a few. I think there was that period of time where they would always play uh, Friday night home games. And I think they did it twice in a row where they played on a Monday or a Tuesday and then didn't play until Friday. It's very rare. And sometimes it can bite you because you lose some rhythm, but sometimes it can very much help you. And I think for a team like Toronto, who's integrating back Pascal Siakam, who missed some time uh, with an injury and, and a lot of other guys that are miss, um, that missed time due to injury, and then guys like Kyle Lowry, who were healthy, but the strain and the, the role was that much more increased because they simply just didn't have a lot of guys to look, look towards. His burden's going to get uh, lessened, so that three days off is going to help him as well. I mean, I'm, again, I'm expecting a good game tonight. I'm also looking forward to the matchup between Terrence Ferguson and Pascal Siakam, mainly because I've only seen Pascal Siakam play in person one time, and it was last season when the Raptors came to town on Nick Collison day when his jersey was retired. And the one thing that I remember besides uh, it being kind of weird that Kevin Durant was there, I mean, it made sense, and I was happy to see that Kevin Durant did come, but it, it was you know just a surreal moment to understand that Kevin Durant's here. Um, but the other thing that I remember is Pascal Siakam just cooking Terrence Ferguson left and right. And it was with nothing really spectacular, but Pascal Siakam has a an innate ability to make the unspectacular look pretty damn spectacular. Just a lot of baseline cuts, and Terrence Ferguson had no answer for him. Now, fast forward a few days later, I believe two day or a day later, the Thunder went up to Toronto um, to play one of those weird back-to-backs that the NBA likes to do now. And then the Thunder absolutely destroyed the Raptors and I think hit a franchise record 30-some-odd threes. Um, so Terrence Ferguson got his uh, payback in that in that sense. But that particular evening, Pascal Siakam was just cooking Terrence Ferguson. And Terrence Ferguson, you know, I've been fairly critical of him on this podcast. I've been f- critical of him on OKC82. And that mainly deals with him as a complete basketball player, not necessarily his on-the-ball defense because his on-the-ball defense this season has been phenomenal. It was phenomenal last year. The guy is a very good defender. I mean, look no further than asking Chris Paul, who um, not even prompted, will praise Terrence Ferguson when he deserves it. Uh, Terrence Ferguson is a very good on-the-ball defender, and this is a guy that that shut down James Harden last week. This is a guy that is able to hold guys like LeBron James, like like C.J. McCollum in check, like... You know, whoever, Clay Thompson, it doesn't matter. Terrence Ferguson has had his good moments more times than not on ball defensively against their the Thunder's opponent's best player. Um, but it's going to be another test tonight. And Pascal Siakam, like I said, he has an ability to make the unspectacular look spectacular. And usually when you play crafty players like that, it's not necessarily what you can do athletically or what you can do physically. It has everything to do with your IQ and being smart. And it's a game where Terrence Ferguson could potentially gobble up fouls pretty early, pretty quickly. And if that's the case, this could potentially be a long night for the Thunder. 
But on the other side, we're talking about guys like Shea Gildas-Alexander, who's playing at a level that he has yet to play at in his short NBA career with the 2020-10 historic triple-double on Monday night and that win against the Timberwolves. Very, very exciting, uh, needless to say. Uh, but even guys like Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder, um, Steven Adams, just incredible what this team has been able to do. And we've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast. I feel like every day we talk about it. But, I mean, that Minnesota game, yes, the Timberwolves are nothing to write home about. It's still a win on the road. But in the manner in which the Thunder were able to do it, just that much more impressive. I mean, the ball movement was crisp. The ball movement was more than crisp. It was beautiful. And that comes from Billy Donovan's team-oriented, uh, team-passing offense that he's always wanted the Thunder to play in. But for reasons, <laughs> um, it was just never able to be that way. But with Chris Paul, uh, Danilo Gallinari, a bunch of vets that are willing to share the basketball and want to share the basketball. Danilo Gallinari, um, he told us early on in the year, he's a fine ISO isolation player in his own right when he has to be but Danilo Gallinari says I don't like isolation basketball it's not good basketball I don't think it's good I'll do it when my hand is forced and I'm confident in my abilities but I would rather move off the ball I would rather get the ball in spots that I'm comfortable with I would rather um, other guys be able to touch the football that's the important thing so um, you know just looking forward to tonight's matchup offensively I think the Thunder will be able to uh, match Toronto no question and it kind of brings up the other question that I've had going into this game, when completely healthy, both rosters, who is the more talented roster? I think you give the slight, a slight edge to Toronto. And, and I have a lot of respect for what Toronto has been able to do, not just last season winning the NBA championship, of course, but Masai Ujiri, I mean, he deserves G, like GM of the year last season and probably this season because not only did he go all in on trying to win a championship. He also extended the life of Toronto's uh, franchise because of being able to draft guys like Pascal Siakam and because he valued the short term, but as well as the long term with that move with Kawhi Leonard, uh, if he keeps DeMar DeRozan, yeah, they could have been successful for the next few seasons, but as soon as that bottomed out, it was not going to be pretty. And before we get any further, just wanted to talk to you guys about Echelon. Guys, to get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton of overpriced fitness equipment and nothing like that. The best way to get in shape is with Echelon. Go to echelon.com to discover the EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a pedal-on. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Busy moms and dads, first responders, elite athletes, whatever you're doing, whatever your activity level may be, Echelon's the way to go. And with the daily live and on-demand studio classes right in your home, you'll never, ever have to step foot in a gym. You'll love Echelon, but if you aren't 100% satisfied, we'll give you your money back because like, they're... They're great. Join the hundreds and thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A to learn about their limited time, free Apple iPad, and complete details of this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash L-O-N-B-A, echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-B-A. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On Thunder podcast, everybody. Something that I'm looking forward to asking Billy Donovan tonight, if I get a chance to make it to pregame, if I'm not still podcasting at some point. It, it, like, if, if you ever think, hey, I wonder what Brady Trantham's doing at this time of day. I'm probably podcasting. <laughs> I'm probably editing a podcast. I do four of them. Um, so if you do ever stop and think about me, please pray for me. Um, but if I get a chance to talk to Billy Donovan tonight, uh, because I'm not going to stay for the game, I'm probably watch it on TV and go to sleep as quickly as possible. Um, I'm going to ask about Hamadou Diallo. Now, Hami, I was really high on him coming into the season. I was very impressed with his early outputs um, in the season before he got hurt. I thought he was a very, very good piece off the bench, and he fit seamlessly into his role And he was able to figure out ways to score, given his limited shot-making ability. And also, he made great strides defensively. Then he gets hurt, misses some significant time, and he's been able to return. And he's shown flashes here and there, but it really hasn't gone back to what we saw of Hamadou Diallo, in my opinion, um, that we saw at the beginning of the year. And I'm curious to ask Billy Donovan's opinion about that, and I'll be able to play that audio for you guys tomorrow on the Locked on Thunder podcast. But I'm, it, it could be one of two things. One, he's simply just trying to work himself back from missing so much time. And that wouldn't surprise me if Billy Donovan says that that's the case. The other case might just be that he missed so much time that it forced other guys to learn new spots, to learn new roles, um, more minutes for this guy, more less minutes for that guy, what have you. And it was such a long time that those players are now comfortable in those roles and Hami is now coming into something that he was not necessarily prepared for. And maybe he'll be able to work his way through it. I, I'm, I'm high on Hamadou Diel probably more than most. Um, I'll admit that. But I'm curious to see what Billy Donovan thinks about it. And I'll be able to ask him today. I'll be able to ask him tomorrow because the Thunder do have a three-game homestand starting tonight with Toronto and then a back-to-back Friday night and Saturday night in Oklahoma City against the Miami Heat and the Portland Trailblazers. It's going to be a big three-game stretch for the Thunder, no question. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And just before we get out of here, everybody, I just want to remind you that we are ever so close to the trade deadline. And reading some stuff around the NBA, talking to some people around the NBA, I get the same feeling from about every other source. It's not looking like it's going to be a very fun trade deadline day, which tells me one thing. Prepare yourself. Um, I don't know if that concerns the Thunder, of course. I mean, I've made my opinions clear on guys like Chris Paul and Danilo Gallinari. Uh, but I'm I'm holding out hope that it's going to be a fun trade deadline day. And I know Thunder fans are very excited and looking forward to that day because it never fails. Sam Presti-led team, you're probably going to be doing something or in the mix for something on trade deadline day. It's going to be fun. It's going to be Thursday, February 6th. So get your popcorn ready, set your calendars, uh, set your Twitters for stun, and just sit back and enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be a fun uh, next few weeks for sure. 
And, you know, I'll, I'll, get, I'll just go ahead and throw my opinion out there. I kind of want to see this team through. I, I kind of want to cover this team uh, and see what, they, what they're capable of the rest of the season and what they can do in the playoffs. And if it's a first-round exit, but it came at the hands of the Lakers or the Clippers, me as a basketball fan, I want to see this team go up against those teams because this team plays so well together. They play good team basketball and quote-unquote the right way that they're probably going to force a LeBron James or a Kawhi Leonard to dig deep, dig deep down to get past them the first round. I'm not saying a seven-game series, not even saying six-game series, but a, a respectable five- or six-game series against those teams, and uh, which would give me the ability to go see that in person, go see LeBron go to work, go see Kawhi go to work against Chris Paul, and what we could potentially see in a second postseason run with Shea Gillis Alexander, um, a first postseason run, with Darius Baisley. All this is going to be important and fun for basketball. So I look forward to that. So hopefully the trade deadline day is a little quiet for Oklahoma City, and that's just my opinion. I'm curious to think what you, uh, hear what yours is. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Locked on Thunder podcast. Sorry this one's a little bit shorter. Sorry this one's a little bit later in the day, but duty calls, got to run to the arena. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Locked on Thunder podcast. I really appreciate it, but I will talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.